You're now listening to Off the Collar. Powered by Backswing Golf Events. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Off the Collar. It's your host, Nick Johnson. And Shelby Brockmuller. And thank you guys again for tuning in. Uh, we have a very cool episode, a different episode, a... Um, a lot of planning and editing and all the all the things that you want in a cool podcast are in this episode. Um, it was kind of a joint effort, um, actually kind of a joke, um, but basically we had a buddy of mine, Harry Rudolph III, on the podcast during his practice rounds at uh, the U.S. Senior Open, um, which I'm pretty confident we are the only podcast out there doing that. Uh, so hopefully we're, we're, you know, we're starting new trends. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it was definitely a cool experience to see how he's been, been going through the works um, and was lucky enough to get into the U.S. Open. So picked his brain for a little bit um yeah it was really fun but uh Shelby how's the how's the move going are you uh are you getting like a little better settled in yeah so we're pretty settled in we finally got some blinds on the windows I felt like I was living in a fishbowl for a little while (laughs) I had to literally stack pillows against the window (laughs) because I was extremely unprepared for this move so, apparently so you didn't have you didn't have like they didn't come with blinds at all you just had a no window. so our house is a new build <laughs> and i had to create a blind out of my pillows oh my god <laughs> it does them. not uh does not sound like you were prepared for this move at all no absolutely not i definitely was not prepared i just kind of was winging it the whole time was it just like, um, like what app did you, was it just like a, a Tinder swipe, right? And then you it said you yeah. bought this house and then basically bought it online <laughs> and then just showed up one day. <laughs> what would, what would be the real estate Tinder equivalent be called? What would that, what would that app mm. be called? Would it still be called Tinder? Cause it's like wood and I th- hmm. Maybe. Hmm. That's a good question. Know. We'll have It'll to come be... up with that. That'll be our side business. I actually had the thought today, if you made like um, a Tinder, but for job postings, how that would look. Mm. Um, it almost be too cartoony. <laughs> it's almost yeah. like those back in the day. It's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you see like doctor and you see like... <laughs> <laughs> um train conductor or like random random uh careers random things uh, police officer yeah. fireman you're right <laughs> astronaut and you're like you don't even qualify for this <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the prereq though you swipe you you do not have the prereq for this or oh my god there's there's a version there i'm sure someone's gonna steal this idea 2070 yeah. it'll be an app that we see yep. on our mobile screens, yep. surgically attached to our face. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want all the credit. Oh, dude, there's like a 
little spider right here. Funny you uh, say that because hmm. our house is almost infested with spiders. I think it's because when they built the home hmm. that it was on like an empty lot and we basically took their home. Now they're trying to take their home back. So, and uh, I have probably spiders. counted a hundred spiders in this house. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually looking at one now. There was another one up there and it's gone. So that's more concerning. So are you, are you, anything. are you one of those that will just go ahead and like kill it or you put it in a cup and take it outside? I like... used to vacuum them up and then, but now I just put them in a napkin and then I squish them. Huh. I, I would was, let them um, outside, but they're just going to come back in, you know? Right. That's that's the logic. Sure. Um, so I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I want to let you back outside. Yeah. Um, I was on fly patrol today. I think I killed three flies. They're just, it's kind of fun. So my, my parents, their house, they redid it like maybe six months ago or something. Mm-hmm. Um, where they had this huge, like, I think you call it a foyer, where it like, the wall opens up to the backyard. It's like a sliding door in multiple parts. So it really opened up the living room and now there's a patio and it's super cool. Um, But there's nothing to guard against bugs just flying in. So now they're just part of the family. And, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, you know, I was working on some Mr. Miyagi wax on wax off shit, trying to just like whip them with a towel and yeah. you're on bug I, I duty. Have, I have some training from, I know you, you think I have no training in, in removing bugs, but I do. We do have bugs <laughs> here. Um, just not just not the kind that you need spray for. <laughs> yeah, we need all kinds of spray. I literally sprayed the outside of the house with the stuff. You probably don't even have this, but it's like in a jug and it comes with a sprayer attached and you have to spray the outside. And I think when I did that, I like trapped them all inside because now I can't get outside. <laughs> I think that's legit what I did because they're the all struggle, inside now. Oh God, the struggles of trying to be an adult. <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't recommend to anybody out there. Do not, don't do it. Uh, it's so much easier just to not. <laughs> it's so much easier to just not. Simply oh, don't. My goodness. Well, they're good problems to have, um, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. There's worse. There's worse problems to have. There are worse problems. I will there's say. Worse problems to have. So I didn't ask. Uh-huh. Like, is it a, a home? Home? Like, what? What's the square footage? Like, give me, give yeah. me some of the Trulia tidbits. The details. Yeah. So yeah. it's four bedrooms, two baths. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's almost seventeen hundred square feet. And it's honestly super nice. It's a new build. They, it didn't come with like ceiling fans and blinds for some reason. They'll pay for everything else. Like it's got granite countertops. It's got like all the light fixtures you need, but no ceiling fans for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I feel but like it's you, just uh, north of Tampa. Were, I feel like if you were maybe you know, ready for the movie, you would have had that installed before. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing (laughs) to not include a ceiling fan or blinds. Uh, But it's a new build. Maybe that's why. I don't know. I don't know how this works. 
this is yeah. all new to me. I don't even know how to make my mortgage payment, so <laughs> well, we'll figure out that later. Baby steps. Figure out how to pay for where you live. Um, yeah. No, that's awesome. I'm just giving you a hard time because I'm jealous. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's a big move. I'm stoked for you. Is my is my room ready yet, or is it yeah, still? Okay, it's right over there, actually. Okay, perfect. Um, just you know, I like a chocolate on my pillow every morning. And okay, <laughs> noted. Do you like the Andes mints? Oh, Andes mints. Yes, those yes. are. Okay. Uh, we'll those keep are one dangerous. on your pillow. You have. That'll be your nighttime you... snack. <laughs> I'm a. I'm definitely like a mint fan. Anything with mint on, like yeah, mint chocolate chip ice cream, yeah, like anything like that. Um, I had a cough. Was it a coffee? I know it was a tea. Uh, I went to this like Mediterranean restaurant and they had a tea with like a really fresh mint leaf in it. And I just love the smell of mint. It was really, really good. Um, I heard that gets rid of mosquitoes. Does it? Maybe you like should if you grab plant a bunch peppermint. of mosquitoes. I know. <laughs> just plant um, it in my yard. Since we're on the topic, I'll give you a, well, I have two stories that you made me think of. One is the, um, the meme of the 20 year old kid uh, that just moved into his first house. And then yep. the other one is I had a raccoon problem at my last residence. So I'll tell you that story <laughs> real quick. That was, that's uh, to this day, one of the mo- most mind blowing things and you can give me your opinion on it. Um, but the first one, so it's a, a me- I, I call them a meme, but it's like just an Instagram post, right? Like a funny, yeah. I don't know. Um, anecdote type account or something but it's just a text exchange between I think it was either like a mom or dad and a, a, a son that just got a his first like apartment by himself mm-hmm. um, now that I think of it it might have been like his older brother because it had a tone of like he was asking his older brother how how many times do you clean your oven he's like <laughs> oh I, I don't know like you know every six months or so yeah and and the 20 year old goes like are you are you serious i do it like every night it's like every night what are you doing he was putting the food right onto the grill just like if he was like barbecuing so (laughs) like didn't have any pans no there's no pans there's no nothing so all the you know he's making like a steak or something and it's just like dripping to the bottom of the oven i mean yeah you would have to clean your oven every night yeah if you did it so whoever he was texting was like wait you're actually just putting it straight on the grill he's like yeah it's like i'm tweeting this right away (laughs) so that is so funny that one's pretty good um the what was the other one the raccoon story um yeah so in san diego when i used to live here we had a i lived like a one bedroom one bath uh, or sorry it was a two bedroom one bath but it's pretty small it was like one of those beach type houses very close to the ocean like i was Mm -hmm. i could fall out of my bed and be in the water but it was um very small so it's like you know you're paying for the location type of place right and I shared a patio, like a decently sized outdoor patio with my neighbors next door. Like it's literally like a wall splits us and our areas are mirror images, like an yeah. L shape on both sides. So, um, and hopefully 
hopefully my neighbors never listen to this podcast, but basically, um, I'll, sh- I'll sugarcoat it a little bit. I didn't get along with my neighbors too well. They were a little, uh, <laughs> a little strange for my liking, um, to the point where we had, so we lived on top of a nursery, like a plant nursery. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would always have like random bugs and creatures and, um, we had, a family of raccoons and my neighbor uh specifically one guy would love to like pick pick it up like and play with it yeah he would send me pictures yeah he would send me pictures of like him basically treating it like a pet and i'm like dude this is the most read this is why they come and hang around because you're like interacting and and they had a cat, so they would eat the cat's food. Like, the raccoons would eat the cat's yeah. food. Yeah. So it was 100% in my mind, like, they weren't helping the situation, at least. No, they were definitely making it 10 times worse. Yeah. So um, at one point, I had looked up, how do I get rid of raccoons? Yeah. And you were saying, like, mint might get rid of bugs. Um, I found somewhere that it said garlic would get rid of raccoons. Mm. um and i think stupidly i i had like frozen garlic in the fridge you ever get those packs like they're already cut no okay well there's a (laughs) (laughs) i've lived by myself for like five or six years you learn these tricks so i'll i'll make a list for you but that's okay i appreciate that (laughs) frozen garlic and they're already chopped up so it's like if you ever need it it's there Mm. um secret hack to all you guys out there secret like stash of onions and garlic and you can just buy them at packs and they're already cut up um anyway so my brain goes that's the only place i have garlic let's take those and throw them out onto the patio um but i think they were so frozen that they didn't have any aroma like i should have broken them up yeah (laughs) <laughs> but my, <laughs> my dumbass brain was like let's just toss them out there um so that didn't work and i resorted to throwing golf shoes at them that was my seems like a good way to do that garlic didn't work so let's throw golf shoes <laughs> yeah so if you if anybody has seen my apartment they know i have a huge golf shoe collection just from years of being at puma so um it's it's quite often like the easiest thing to reach out for yep (laughs) you just reminded me of how many shoes that i have i was go like when we were moving i had three like large extra large boxes of just shoes and then i had shoes in storage from moving from college and then I had like bags that I normally wear I pulled out so I bought this like shoe rack for the back of my door and it holds 36 shoes I put 36 top to bottom just tennis shoes just straight Mm -hmm. tennis shoes that doesn't include golf shoes or anything and then I have a smaller rack for like sandals and like nicer shoes that I rarely wear obviously i wear a lot of tennis shoes and then i have like my shitty yard shoes that i wear just because and i was like this is this is becoming excessive i may need 
to see a counselor for this. No, I I appreciate the shoe hustle. Like, I'm a a sneakerhead for sure. Um, Well, it kind of helped that I worked for a shoe company. Yeah, Um, that does help. I I always tell people is like, if I worked at Kentucky Fried Chicken, I'd probably be eating chicken every night. So it's for sure. (laughs) um, But I was like, we had an employee discount. I was also on the testing team for our footwear team because I was size nine. I don't know if you ever yeah. knew that, but sample size is size nine for pretty much any men's shoe. Um, Interesting. Yeah, if you go to like Foot Locker, anything on the shelves are usually size nine. Um, hmm. Sneakerhead knowledge. Um, so they would be, give me basically like for the testing stuff, I'd have one to two pairs a month mm-hmm. and test them out for durability and feel, blah, 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 whatever. And most of the time they wouldn't make me return them because they've already... You know, they yeah, take pictures and yeah, they take pictures and I give them my feedback and then I keep them. So, um, and I did that for five years. <laughs> so Jeez. You can, you can imagine that. Do the math and you're like, huh? Yeah, it, it picks up quite quickly. Um, and then the, you know, the suede, like the, the cat, the casual Puma shoe yep. that everyone knows um those were $26 a pop so with like with our discount so that's definitely like most of my shoes because they're so they were just so easy to say yes to (laughs) yeah you're like I'll take them all thank you yeah can I get one in every color um (laughs) is there a meme like that too I like it so much I got the same same color or I'll get get it in a different color however that goes um (laughs) But yeah, I'm I'm all about the the sneakers. I've been trying to trying to dumb it down, but I think I might have you beat, unfortunately, on the amount of yeah. shoes. It sounds yeah. like you do. Yeah, which I is fine. You... I have no more room for shoes. Well, I was about to give you a, a hidden gem. I'm just full of gems right now. The uh, <laughs> there's a a purchase I made on Amazon for. It's a shoe, like, you have to put it together, and it's a bunch of PVC pipe type things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it holds, like, 60 pairs. Um, <gasps> and it, it has, like, different sections. Like, you can customize the sections. So you can put in, like, longer shoes or, like, for yeah. me, high tops. For you, it'd probably be, like, boots or something. But yeah. um, or, like. I also have a lot of pairs of boots. There you go. I, like six to eight pairs of just cowboy boots into my closet and i'm like i can't even put those on a rack so they're just gonna sit here i'm like i uh i haven't made the the uh boot purchase no i don't think i don't think i can pull it off like straight on cowboy boots no i love definitely not definitely not um go to tennessee and they're I think they're like buy one get three free or something, or buy <laughs> two get three free or something like that. It's something outrageous. Mm, I don't even need one pair, so I don't see the point of getting. A... <laughs> I think it's buy two get three free. I'm pretty oh sure. Oh my goodness, I'm I'm good. I'm good. It's, I, uh, it's quite I did a deal. Get, I have like an Austin-ish hat, um, and that was about as far as I was going to take it. I, I think if I. If I go like full on with the boots and everything and the buckle, I just look <laughs> like, um, have you seen that movie? Nope. 
with like sure have yeah i'm gonna look like that asian guy that gets swallowed whole by the uh, monster um and i just it's not a good look i'm not trying to it's uh, not a good look i'm not trying to say it's a bad look style. in general it's just i can't pull it off which i actually what's what's funny is uh so this happened <laughs> um i bought birkenstocks like when i moved to austin for yeah. a couple reasons but main reason is my sister loves them so i took mm. her advice and, and got a pair and they're not so cheap um little asterisks but when i was trying them on i have a pretty decent like i think sense of style for myself and i was trying them on i'm like these are not my style like i don't <laughs> like how these look um you know they're just they just look i'm a sneakerhead like this is just weird yeah. i don't I don't know. Um, but I bought them because my sister's like, oh, you know, once they break in, you love them, blah, blah. Yeah. I was like, they are comfortable. I have a couple pair. Yeah. I think girls can pull them off fine. You um, know what we call them? What? Jerusalem cruisers. <laughs> okay. Elaborate, please. Because <laughs> they look like Jesus sandals. <laughs> they so do look like, there are they Jerusalem do look like cruisers. Jesus sandals. So, um, point of the story is i come to san diego with my birkenstocks How and my dad sees them and is like really birkenstocks <laughs> and i was like yeah you know I mean, They're what do you think of them he's like i have failed you as a father <laughs> <laughs> i was like that's a little drastic but um you basically saying that i can't pull them off and then my aunt said the same thing when we met up with her later on that I can't pull. You're like them off. I'm so disappointed. So disappointed. <laughs> I was I'm digging still, them. I mean, I don't. I don't know how much I was digging them. They are definitely Jesus pieces. Like they're um, maybe Jesus pieces. They're. I'm not hiding it at all. Uh, <laughs> they. They are great though. If you need to go take the trash out or like, you know. Oh yeah, they're perfect. Let the dog quick, out. Quick slip quick on. Trick. Quick slip and slide. You know. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if that term works in the same context. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> but you got you got what I was saying. Um, well, should we get on to uh, this week's episode, Shelby? What do we think? Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Well, guys, thanks for uh, tuning in. This is going to be the uh, walk-on podcast with Harry Rudolph the third at the US Open, uh, US Senior Open. I keep doing that. But uh, let's check out the rest of the episode. Ooh. <laughs> 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 I just animate it that way. Um, <laughs> all right, we got a cool episode for you guys this week. Thank you guys for tuning in to Off the Collar. We are doing our first uh, on course senior open edition with harry rudolph the third i've never actually called you harry rudolph the third i think i've always just called you harry or h or uh or asshole i guess yeah <laughs> i don't remember you ever calling me harry rudolph the third <laughs> sounds more sounds more official that way yeah exactly uh, that, you, you just need to do that in the intro after that you're good h is good <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Well, thanks for joining us, H. It's uh, it was cool that we could get you on the uh, the podcast. 
where for our listeners out there where are you right now um on the driving range here we're at century world uh, usc near open stevens point wisconsin uh i don't know if you know where that is but we're about uh couple hours from Green Bay, a couple hours from Milwaukee, a couple hours from Madison, Wisconsin. So we're up here uh, kind of in, I guess you'd call it central, central Wisconsin. Um, and uh, they just reopened this golf course. They kind of remodeled it. <clears throat> Trent Jones course remodeled. It's been closed the last couple of years. And you can see kind of some lodge. Uh, they built the new buildings and lodge restaurant. There is a lodge on the other side of the 18th hole back there somewhere that uh, it's kind of like a stay and play now uh, destination golf course. So uh, it's really cool up here. Very cool. I just watched a couple of videos of the court. It looks like it's immaculate they, and it makes sense. They just redid everything. Um, pretty famous for was it hole 16 we went through earlier where there's just a huge flower field. It looks like, right. They must spend a lot of time on that. A lot of time, a lot of money. Uh, that's their signature hole. It kind of comes back towards the clubhouse. Uh, it's beautiful par three. It's almost like an island green, but instead of water, it's surrounded by flowers. Um, and it's 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 really beautiful. So they've got nice corporate tents kind of set up around that that hole. And that's going to be uh, probably a pretty exciting hole this week is, is what I would imagine. Just with the location kind of close to the clubhouse. And, and it's actually really close to the 18th green as well. Probably less than 100 yards from the 18th green. So I, I would expect a lot of people to be around that green. Very cool. It's, uh, yeah, the video, I mean, whoever whoever did the video for their course needs to get high praise because it, it looks, every piece of grass looks perfect. I mean, it, it looked fake from what I was I was watching. Um, the, the yardage on the card looks like it was just over 71. Is that where you guys are playing it? Or is it going to be a little longer? Uh, I don't think they'll go more than 71. I don't know what the yardage is for sure. I, I believe they converted one par five into a par four. Uh, so we're going to play that one at five Oh five, which is pretty long for, for senior uh, championship. Uh, there's a couple other, there's gotta be at least four others that are 450 or more. So 7,071, but USGA, uh, in the last couple of years uh, that I've played in the Senior Open, they mix it up too. They'll move around tee boxes. They'll make a, a long haul shorter. They'll make a par three. They might move it up 50 yards one day. And, you know, so they'll, they, they mess around with the yardages quite a bit. But um, if they want to put it back, it'll be, a, it'll be a good test of golf for everybody. It's going to be tough. <laughs> We saw how they uh, they tricked up LACC a couple weeks ago, so I imagine they're going to follow suit. Um, USGA is known for making it a tough test for sure. Um, you, This is your, your third Open in a yep. row, a couple in yep. a row? Yeah, played, played, uh, played three in a row. Uh, so the only three that I've been eligible for, I've, I've been able to qualify. Uh, each time I've had to go through a local qualifier. Uh, two years ago was a Omaha Country Club. Last year was called Suckon Valley, which was in uh, Allentown, PA, and then this year Century World. So they've been okay. pretty good experiences. Very similar, uh, very similar setups and grasses. Uh, I think this is bent grass fairways. It's super tight, like really, really tight. Mm -hmm. And then the, the, I think it's bluegrass or something in the rough, and it's super lush and long and. Um, it's pretty thick. I mean, they can, they know how to grow grass up here. So it's how many, uh, how many USGA events have you, you think you've played over your, your career? Oh man. Um, I played us junior. I played us amateur, played the us mid amateur. 
I've played the USGA men's state team championship. I don't think they have that anymore. Um, I haven't heard of that one. Yeah. Yeah, that one, they used to be four-man teams from every state, and then you compete. I think that one's gone. I think they, I don't know what uh, tournament they replaced that with, but that one's gone. And then U.S. Senior Open, so however many of those that is, I don't know. Most of them, pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty long list. Yeah. Um, well, we've been uh, for our listeners out there. We've been friends. Well, you're more of a mentor to me since I was really little. We were both at La Jolla Country Club in San Diego, um, and I definitely want to have you on for a little bit more of a, a interview. Maybe we do a reaction to this video, in fact, and uh, just talk about your your tenure over the last couple of years. I know you, you know, grew up in La Jolla at La Jolla Country Club. It was a, a, I'm interested to see how things have changed from that time to when I was going through it and trying to, you know, play professionally. Um, and, you know, we've all been, everyone here, you see in our group chats, we have, for our listeners out there, we have a group chat with like, what, 20, 20 guys from La Jolla, something like that. Um, and we're, we're always, pulling for you and, and and the last I mean you've been on a really solid run the last couple of weeks so we're we're excited to see how how this tournament ends up for you um we were able to follow a couple holes like uh 12 through 16 something like that earlier yep yeah, so we'll we'll show some of that footage. We got uh, we got Ernie out there with you, a couple of your couple of your fans. Yeah. Um, yeah. But why don't yeah, Bob, for the time Bob being? Was out there. Bob was out there with us too. Yeah, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely in some good company. Um, we'll show those clips here in a second. But why don't we go through a little bit of a range session with you, H, and and talk us through kind of what you're working on for this week. Yeah, you got it. Um, just kind of getting here. I actually went into the trailer and just had them, you know, do a little stretching. So. I ended up only playing nine holes today, played 18 yesterday, kind of at this point, you're kind of trying to conserve energy and just get ready for tomorrow. I've got a late tea time tomorrow. So right now on the range session, it's pretty much like a wind down session, if you will. It's, I'm not really trying to ramp up and hit a ton of balls. I'll hit some wedges. I'll hit a few drivers, maybe try to duplicate a couple shots that I know I'll have to hit tomorrow. And then I'll just kind of call it a day, just kind of try to lock in some feels that I've been working on and and that's it if it's if it's 10 minutes or it's 40 minutes I don't really know it's kind of once I just kind of feel like my body's moving right and I'm hitting some shots that I want to hit and see and then I'll just shut it down and, and rest up for tomorrow so um just kind of getting started like I said when it got stretched out and we'll see maybe I'm moving better <laughs> I don't really know they're, they're pretty they're pretty good at stretching in there so uh keeping keeping things moving is important this week uh for us, uh, a lot of people who maybe watch Champions Tour golf, you know, it's typically three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and no cut. <clears throat> um, you're walking and whatnot, but you could take carts in the practice rounds and the pro-ams and stuff like that. But here at a USJ event in this major, um, in the practice rounds, you can't take a cart, so you're walking uh, a lot more than normal. Um, so as the week progresses, you know, guys, it, it wears on your body, you know, whether people think it's easy to walk or not, it, it wears on you a little bit. So, um, you know, day, day three today of, uh, 
walking around and practicing and be on your feet and then you know moving into tomorrow so it's important to kind of get off your feet here soon for me and then just kind of prep for tomorrow right right i mean it's it's something that maybe not a lot of viewers pay attention to is that you're actually playing like six days of the week right and in, in preparation i mean and, maybe and even walking, seven days yeah uh, seven and walking you know i i finished well if you really look at it uh last week in new york it was prep monday tuesday pro-am wednesday pro-am thursday i played friday saturday sunday i flew here monday prepped i came to the golf course and practiced and played monday afternoon and then practiced around yesterday today so you're walking and playing you know not just this week seven days in a row but last week seven days in a row and uh so it it's it's a matter of managing all of that to just make sure that your your body's moving the right way feeling the right way you're rested and things like that so you're right i don't think a lot of people really look at, at that kind of wear and tear week in and week out if not you know i'll have maybe two days off after this tournament and then I'm going to play another three-day tournament and then I have a British Open qualifier right after that so I'm still going hard from here until July 10th which is 14 days here of golf so I might have a day off hopefully if I assuming I play well and play the weekend here I'll have a day off you know from until July 10th are you going um you know, full on ice bath when you get back to the hotel room or what are we doing? I've, I've seen a few guys getting into the yeah. ice plunge game. Um, but I, I do know, I think when I was in Dallas, I had spoken to a trainer you started working with. I think he was doing some chiropractic stuff. Yeah. Um, have you, have you div- dove into some of that stuff on the recovery side? Um, with the USGA here, they have some pretty good recovery. I haven't tapped into all of it. They have some of the Normatec for your legs for recovery. They don't have any ice baths here. They do have an oxygen chamber if you want to hop in there and uh, do that for recovery. I did just chose fetching today. I will not fill up my bathtub with ice tonight. <laughs> um, I would probably. If, if I could just go plunge somewhere for a little bit, I probably would. Maybe I'll check into that see what, you know, we're in Wisconsin and I'd Usually they just cut a hole in the ice and and jump in, but this time of year it's it's pretty it's pretty nice. So um, no no uh, no ice fishing in your future. I don't see it around here. Uh, not right now. It's actually beautiful up here. They got a lot of lakes, and you know Fourth of July coming up, they're gonna have a lot of parties on the lakes and boating and things like that. So, uh, but no, not not like that. Maybe some. I probably have to be on a constant diet of ibuprofen this week just to. <laughs> manage uh some aches and pains so that'll be about it yeah i was uh fortunate enough to come out and watch you in in dallas and it was interesting um you know you guys are playing a heck of a lot of golf and uh still having to recover and i think i'm sure it's even tougher as you get you know more mileage on um but what i found interesting and maybe it's different at the U.S. Open, but there wasn't a lot of like launch monitors or TrackMan or anything out there. Um, would you say that Champion Store is more field driven yeah. than maybe the lower ranks? You probably didn't see it there too much. I'm gonna start hitting some balls while we're talking. Um, you may not have seen it there too much. The the wind is blowing down there a lot. Uh, but like I'm looking down the range right now, I see one TrackMan. Well, I only see one TrackMan. Um, but if you go on, like you say, if you go on the PJ tour, you're probably going to see one track man in every stall, right. Or a quad or something. Right. Um, something. so 
Yeah, a little bit less. I mean, we're in a generation that just didn't grow up with that, right? So it's not part of right. our uh, maybe our makeup. And you probably have some swings that are maybe a little more homemade, um, as opposed to on the PJ Tour nowadays. And with everything that people learn at such a young age, and when you and you've, you're 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 looking at your numbers, you know, just constantly every shot. You're almost like the kids seem to be addicted to it. You just hit a shot, and you look at your number. You hit a shot, you look at your number. You know, that's kind of what what they do. But yep. um, uh, there are still quite a few. You you know, it, there are definitely some um, track bands, quads, and now you're starting to see the full swing uh, monitor. I've been messing around with the full swing monitor a little bit. It's been really good. It's a little smaller, so it's easier to carry around. Mm -hmm. That's been kind of nice. Um, that's that's kind of what you see. Yeah, for sure. I, I definitely, from our conversations, it feels like you guys are a little bit more um, concerned with flights and windows and turf interaction. Like I know last week you were kind of messing around with some wedges and um, did you change anything for, for the turf this week? I did. Um... It's a little bit different than last week, so I, I've I've kind of gone back to more of my gamers and my wedges. Uh, the rest of my bag pretty much stayed the same, with the exception of my driver. Driver, I cut my shaft down a half an inch this week. I figured just trying to prioritize accuracy over length, so I cut that down a For half sure. an inch. I've added a, a degree of loft to my driver, same reason, trying to go with accuracy over length. Um, that's really about the only makeup or the changes that I made, but still, you know, they're definitely changes that you're trying to, uh, accommodate for, for what, what we're going to find here. So fairways, because the rough is so penal here, the fairways are a premium. You're yeah. literally going to be chipping yeah. out, uh, on, on some of these holes. I hit one shot today. I think I was 80 yards from the green. I normally hit my 50 degree wedge, 120 yards. Um, full swing. It might have got four feet off the ground and traveled like 40 yards. I mean, it it, it went nowhere. Uh, so there's going to be stuff like that that just you, you're going to have to hit a good wedge shot or a chip shot or something and make a six, seven, eight footer for par. You know, if you're going to have a good score here. Um, right. So, you know, on a long golf course like this, you wouldn't think your wedge game would be important. Um, and that's kind of why I'm hitting some wedges here at the end of the day, just to dial that in. Because at some point I'm going to have to get up and down from a hundred yards for a for a par, you know. Right, right. So that's kind of what I'm and, trying to work on. And for our listeners out there, you're not really, you don't have any issues with length. I mean, you've you've never really been out able to outdrive me very often. But in terms of out there. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're you're one of the longer guys out there, right? So especially for this week, accuracy is is really important. Yeah, I mean, come to think of it, I'm having a hard time remembering the last time you did outdrive me. Um, but <laughs> for a 53 year old guy, I'm able to keep it up with you and some of the other young guys at the club. But no, uh, I would probably be in the top 10 out here in terms of driving distance. Um, to you know. Conservatively, probably 280 to, to 300 would be off the tee, depending on the conditions. All right. And then you uh, you also put in, uh, was it a seven wood, nine wood, something easier to hit it in the greens? 
Uh, seven wood for sure, chopping out of the rough. I might need it on one par three, and that's kind of it. It's almost like a utility club out of the rough to get just to chop it down the fairway, get it to sure. advance or lay up on a par five or something like that. Yeah. Do you know pretty much now when you see a lie how far you can advance it? Like when, when I was out at LACC, um, watch a couple guys hit out of the rough on one and they pretty much pulled their club before they even saw the ball. Yeah, um, you, you're going to walk up to some shots and just ask for a wedge. Uh, they're just no, <laughs> there is no option. Um, right. It's just a matter of which wedge it's going to be 54 or a pitching wedge. Uh, <laughs> But you're you're just no option. There's no way you're getting to the green, and you just have to like try to get it back in a fairway, like I said, and just get up and down from wherever you are, however far away that is. So in terms of what you're working on wedge wise, I'm I'm sure the the greens are pretty firm. Are you working on flighting them a little bit higher? Like I know you you probably mess around with with trajectory more than anybody, but what what specifically for a US Open would you be focusing on? So far, these greens haven't been crazy firm, um, so I'm not uh, too concerned about the spin. Out of the rough, you can't spin it, so that's gonna be a problem, but out of the fairway, I feel like you'll be able to stop the ball, at least right now, the way the setup is. Um, so, I'm working more probably hitting the window and hitting my yardage. That's that's kind of more of the, there's going to be a few where you actually um, might have to control the spin because of some slopes, little sections of the mm -hmm. greens that you have to kind of flight it into. You could use some backstops and maybe pull it back. Um, they're not like sucking back, but you could use the slope to have it just, you know, feed back to the hole. So if you're able to manage your yardage and get it into those hillsides a little bit, um, you'll be able to get some shots close to the hole. That's kind of what I'm, I'm visualizing and working on. And like I said, I probably won't hit uh, too much. I, I'll mostly just hit little wedges here and a couple mm -hmm. irons, a couple drivers, and shut it down. That's that's kind of a little worn down for me. I mean, you probably don't hear too many people talking about like a warm down session on a driving range. Most people are warming up. They're playing the round right. and then they're going in to settle up beds and have a drink. They're not hitting up to the range to hit a few shots afterwards, right? So, uh, but in right. pro, you know, pro golf and even out here with the guys who are over 50, you know, you've got most of the guys who are out here kind of warming down. This is our last opportunity to kind of fine, fine tune a few things. Uh, there's definitely guys searching for things. There's guys bending clubs, changing shafts. Uh, there's a lot of things going on. Uh, where guys are trying to find whatever they can, right, to, to figure things out for tomorrow. But um, leave a uh, leave no stone unturned, right? Yeah, I mean you can go too far with that, but you know, also yep. it's uh, for me is I get a little bit more comfortable each time I'm playing in one of these events. So playing this is my third. Like the first time I played, like I was out here all day, every day, doing everything. You know, I was so excited to be here. It was so much fun. You just take it all right. in, and now I'm trying to like manage my time a little bit better and my energy and just get get ready right instead of just being happy to be here right so we're actually I'll, starting I'll tell you uh go ahead i, I was gonna say I'll, I'll tell you a funny a quick funny story some insider some insider golf from uh my cobra days so you're talking about getting ready for 
a major last minute. Um, I was at, I was at Augusta, maybe this is probably 2019, somewhere in there. And, uh, and I was on the tour truck, the Cobra Cobra's truck. And basically there were, it was the Bryson show the entire day trying to get him ready for the tournament. And he's pretty, he's pretty infamously a tinker. Um, but he uses these huge jumbo max grips, which, uh, are pretty, pretty unique to him. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's like the only guy that uses them. Yeah. I would but agree. He just, he, he decided to change to like a smaller size, maybe 12 hours before his tea time. Oh wow! <laughs> like brand new set. Everything was totally new. And, uh, I was like, really? You're going to change? Like, I would imagine that's probably the hardest thing to change is a grip size before a tournament, um, especially for, for a guy that's as particular as him. Yeah. But uh, it, that's I definitely mean, going it's, a little too far, in my opinion. Yeah, but golfers were kind of nuts that way. I, I can tell you that I sat here on the driving range um, yesterday and was convinced I was going to play a, a 10 degree loft on my driver. And I hit two drives on the golf course and I immediately broke out the wrench and shut it back down to nine degrees. <laughs> and then I came back to the range afterwards and I brought it back to 10 and then I was convinced to back to nine. And then today on the, I started again at nine and by the second hole I went back to 10. So same thing, right? I'm still tinkering and, and trying to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lie angles. Well, you know, always trying to improve for sure. Yeah, and just trying to find the right shape and shot that works for this golf course. I'll probably change again next week based on what that course is. So, uh, anyway, we're. I'm not surprised Bryson did that. And there are some guys that are they kind of live in the tour truck every week and they're changing grips and bending stuff. And there, some guys. Um, so just hitting a few nine irons here, and then I'll ramp up to a couple drivers, and I'll I'll probably be done. Swing's looking good. Yeah, good. It's starting to get a little windier here than than normal. So I'll show you. There we go. We got uh, so they always do commemorative head covers here. So I've been using the ping driver. So ping. I don't know if you can see that, but. Thing kind of gave us yeah. a new, new little commemorative driver, spread white blue. Very cool. Number one, nothing on that side. Nice. Uh, Always see, does little buttercup. I usually, uh, assuming I use this putter all year long, I'll rock the head cover all year long. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of a nice little thing to have. It's, uh, they didn't give you the full bag either no no <laughs> didn't want to go full usa <laughs> not get the full bag there are guys with it uh so this is the uh, new ping driver i cut down a half an inch so it's now it's 40 44 and three quarter i ramped it up to 10 degrees aloft and like i said just trying to Trying to have something that just flies, not as far this week, but finds a few more fairways. 
Well, watching you play ever since I was a little kid, um, I've always, we've always known that you have an extra gear that you can reach into whenever it's necessary. So I'm, <laughs> I'm sure you'll be pulling that out whenever you need it. Yeah, if if you need it out here, there's a few holes you might have to do a little bit of carry. But plus, once you get in the tournament, as you know, if you you get going, maybe a little adrenaline, you just naturally swing faster anyway. So. Hopefully, just try to keep it smooth and steady and straight. Yep. Go from there. That's, that's my goal here this week. What kind of ball flight you're producing with that? Still the little fade? Yeah, I'm trying to have it as a go to, but with the extra loft, it's a little easier to turn over. So, there's the wind on this driving range right now, too. So. All right, H, we'll let you finish up your rain session. I do appreciate the time. We're going to show a couple of clips from the holes we played um, on the course. Yep. And I, I think we're we're all rooting for you, buddy. So, so bring home the W. Uh, I can't wait to drink out of that trophy. Yeah. I don't know what we'll, – we'll figure out what – something uh, something good to put in there. But uh, something Irish. keep it up. Something, <laughs> something Irish. Yeah. But keep it up. We'll be uh, we'll be in touch yeah. as the week goes on, and then uh, yeah, we'll do a little reaction video next week after after you're holding the trophy. You got it. Hit me up anytime. Thanks for your time and uh, good rest of the day. All right. Ch. Yep. See you. Bye. This has been off the collar, powered by Backswing Golf Events.